There's a difference between internal motivation and external motivation. Who we're going to choose to be. Be aware of what's happening. Letting the client know that you care. Without a good team, you're nothing. It still does boil down to service. When something's uncomfortable, that's what we need to look at the most. You're listening to Forest FM, the salon business show with your host, Alex Barrow-Springer. For your industry, by your industry. Hey, it's Shauna here, Shauna O'Halloran. I'm the Head of Education Support and Training here at Forest and delighted to be joining Alex Belil Springer for a quick fire round of questions to kick off season eight of Forest FM. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? Good, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> We've worked together for five years now. Yeah. Pretty closely. So, you know, if anyone can make you nervous, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know all I'm my just, deepest secrets. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much for your super insightful, um, interview with Ronan and just now, and for sharing your story, um, on the stage at the Salon Owners Summit this year. Uh, you've been very giving with your time and your personal story. And, um, this one, we mm. might keep it a little bit lighter, but we're going to stick on subject matter as well, because I think it'd be interesting for your audience to hear more about your own personal experiences in Salon and, your experience as a podcast host for the last eight years with Forest. Yeah. So you ready? Yeah, it's been a long time. I am. I am. Let's kick off with um, the most standout salon experience moment that you've had in your life. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Um, I think it has to be the one last year. Um, I got a clipper cut and my first official barber shave in the salon um, with like a peel off mask and all of what it entails to to get a barber shave in a barber shop. Yeah, it was Amazing. pretty special. <laughs> I, I, I saw the video. You were beaming. How did it feel? <laughs> it felt amazing. Honestly, I felt like so pampered and taken care of. And it was just like, yeah, it was just so special to to feel like, oh, my God, this is like this is a milestone. And like knowing that it's a milestone was like special, you know, because like sometimes I feel like you just like get a new thing and it's like, oh, that was a cool experience. But like I was like, this is a milestone and I'm like really living for it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. OK, another one that might be maybe it's less personal, but the best example of like an inclusive and safe space that you've ever seen in the salon industry. OK, the best feels hard to answer because I feel like there's so many amazing people doing amazing things. But if I stick to maybe two close from home that are very different in vibes, um, one is like a, I kind of see it like a multidisciplinary space, even though it is a hair business at the end of the day. Um, but it's called Apart Studio and it's always been like one that has like if anyone asks me like for a queer space in Montreal that is always one place that I will recommend and they really encourage everyone to like show up as authentically as you know they possibly can um both the staff and the clients and it's just like an amazing place to be in in general um the other place though the other business that I feel is quite different because I think just like the the size of the space makes the the experience very different as well and it's called Salon H4H, and that one is owned by Call Me Noam on Instagram if you want to follow him. Uh, it's all in one word and double M at the end. Um, and I've also had Noam on the show before on Forced FM. Um, but yeah, 
he's very much like focused on barbering, haircutting, gender affirming cuts, um, but will also provide like, I guess like a little questionnaire at the, when you book an appointment, you can like select, you know, your, your own music playlist, or you can choose to have an appointment without any music or a non-speaking kind of appointment where you don't interact. And I just think that's like really a nice like touch for any kind of neuro spicy individual. Um, yeah. So both great. And <laughs> Yeah. They're very much kind of, they are inclusive spaces by design. Um, uh, mm -hmm. Saying, what about a top tip for a salon owner that's not been thinking that way for the majority of their their time as a salon owner, but they are listening and learning and they'd love to do one thing uh, to get started? Um, reach out to an organization like a local organization and speak to people that have experiences that like you're trying to understand better. I don't think that anyone wants anyone to feel bad in a space, especially when it comes to the hair and beauty industry. Everyone's like so focused on making everyone feel good and, you know, want to provide that like amazing experience so but I think that yeah if you have like if you're able to like if you don't have anyone in your community say like you want to you want to be able to like maybe make your space more inclusive to trans people for instance we'll seek out you know maybe trans people in your community and have conversations about you know what you're doing in the salon what are their experiences when they come into salons and stuff I think that's a great great place to start and just yeah just be open and listen That is such good advice. And it seems so simple. You know, if you want to make someone feel more welcome, ask them, ask them what they need. Yeah. Such a, such good advice. Um, okay. So, uh, season eight, that's a lot of podcast episodes that you've recorded down through the years. Uh, I don't know how many, yes. how many that, do you know how many that is? What do you, what are we on? Um, we're on 279 today. So 279 yeah. and Some of those have multiple people. So literally hundreds of conversations with salon owners, salon professionals, coaches, people that design stuff for industry. Um, what Have you got any kind of call out episodes or guests that have been really good in this space that are recommended listening for people who want to find out more? Oh my God, so many people. Uh, let's see, coming to mind. <sighs> I mean... Any episode, if you're like looking for like big aha moments and big like mindset shifts, I think any episode with Jay Williams will kind of do that. It definitely did for me anyways. Um, uh, a more recent one that did that for me was uh, the part one and part two episode with Pepper Pastor as well. Um But we've had like some like really emotional episodes as, as well, and like really personal stories on the show. Um, those were always some of my kind of like, like I, I was very, I guess, like very grateful for people to share their story. So which, with so much vulnerability, which I guess like I found myself also capable of doing on stage. But <laughs> and I and I've always like kind of admired them while like even while we were recording, like admiring like they're just like, yeah, how much like vulnerability they were willing to 
show up with. Um, so I think those episodes are like really, really strong too. Um, I'm thinking of Nina Kovner. Uh, I'm thinking of Rachel Thomas. Uh, I think you might be able to find her episode though under Rachel Page. She got married since. Um, there's also obviously like there's some amazing interviews. I think any of the live interviews that we've done are really, really fun to listen to. They're very, um, catchy and informative, but like very different from like a long form interview. So I'm thinking of like Jason Everett at the summit or Sophia Hilton, um, just even like catching up with Tom, uh, Tom Chapman last year. Um, that's the thing you develop, like, uh, you really like engage on, on a very personal level. So like, it's like, it's like, I guess, I don't know. I don't have kids, but maybe you can relate to this. It's like, someone asking you who's your favorite child like I, I can't answer that <laughs> yeah I better say that as a parent we, we, we don't answer that question either I better say that. <laughs> just in case they're listening yeah um anyone who's been on the show before I love you it's been all oh. amazing <laughs> no favorites you're in the forest family now so you know so fair to say that you've laughed and you've cried and you've had some uh, yes. mind-blowing moments as well anything that stands out in, in terms of like something somebody told you that was just like completely mind-blowing actually pepper pastor um I know it's like super recent and maybe that's why it's like top of mind but you know she said something in the podcast about this kind of like, I don't know if she called it a paradox, but it, it kind of like feels like that to me where she's like, everyone wants to talk about like how exclusive their space is and how amazing and like all that, but then also want to talk a lot about inclusivity. So like, how do you bridge those two like experiences together, I guess? Like if you're going to make your salon experience, it kind of like, if, if you think of like, she, I think she also like referenced um, restaurants. And if you think like Michelin star restaurants, you know, it's like such a specific kind of experience and it's like very exclusive. So by definition, if you're going to create that kind of experience, you're going to also exclude some sort of demographic. So how do you like, yeah. I guess, like, make uh, make sense of the two. Um, I think that was, like, really very interesting to think about. And I still haven't, uh, I still haven't fully processed that, I think. I'm still thinking about it. It's still on my mind. <laughs> like, yeah, well, sometimes wow. the questions yeah. are there for the asking and not, we don't have the answers right away, but that is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned a little earlier about the Salon Owner Summit. You uh, delivered your talk on stage to, yeah, I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe, 600, um, 600 people in the industry uh, this year shared your personal experience. Um, that's also like your seventh summit or your sixth or seventh summit. I know we missed seventh, yeah, for COVID. So, um, oh yeah, maybe sixth at then. How did that feel for you? And what was like? I guess what was your favorite moment um, of that? It's quite a big experience. Mm, my favorite moment. I don't know. If I, I like, I would love to say like, <laughs> this is going to be a funny answer. I would love to say that it was when I, once I had like reintroduced myself and everybody stood up, gave me a huge round of applause and it felt like a massive hug, but I also felt extremely perceived in that moment. <laughs> and so I still haven't like, I think been I, I I still I I still don't think that at that time I was like 
100% comfortable with the outpour of love. And I think I was able to receive it more once off stage. Um, ironically, it felt like, like almost like too overwhelming. Like I was like ready to play the last video <laughs> before exiting the stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was definitely like a good thing. It was just like, it was just so much to process all at once. Um, but my favorite moment outside of like anything that had to do with me, I think must have been the Keith Barry keynote. That was just oh, yeah. mind-blowing. Talk about mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. He blew a few months. What, I think he was the last speaker as well, wasn't he? What a way to go out on a yeah. hike. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I like I rewatched that. I, I watched the playback again. I was like, this is too good. Yeah. And I guess for anybody listening who doesn't know, Keith Barry is like a mind bender, I guess. Uh, um, from I think he Ireland. calls himself like a mentalist. Yeah. A mentalist. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's worked all over the all over the world. And he gave an amazing performance where um, he got some people to do some crazy things. Uh, yeah. Connect on a... <laughs> It, yeah, Connect intellectual level, mind level, yeah. Absolutely crazy. Um, so what I wanted to ask you next was, uh, as somebody who works really, really closely with you, what difference has it made? Uh, and by the way, I, I do want to say thank you for your talk at the summit. I'm, I know you were maybe feeling overwhelmed, but you certainly had the rest of us feeling pretty emotional. And even though <sighs> I, knew, I knew, I had a little sneak peek, so I knew what was coming, but it was absolutely um such a joy to to watch you introduce alex to the rest mm. of the industry and to us as your as your work colleagues and friends um so thank you for sharing that with us um what i wanted to ask was what what difference has it made to you to be alex at work um and to've been on this journey and to really be able to bring your full self into the workplace uh I feel like it was the last gap that I needed to bridge um, because I had been using Alex, like my middle name for so long outside of work. It felt, it was interesting actually, because I, after the talk, I bumped into Gail Fulbright and she also thanked me, you know, for, for being so vulnerable. And, and she said something that still yeah, that's still, I'm like, wow, I guess like people did kind of like sense it. Um, she said that she was thankful for knowing because she felt like there was a, a disconnect. Like she felt like she couldn't really fully connect with me um, for a long time and she didn't really understand why. And in that after, and that after the talk, she, she like, kind of like it made more sense to her um but I guess like yeah when you can't be your full self um you're like putting up a wall essentially between yourself and other people even ever so small you know and and people who are attuned to that will sense it for sure um so I think that probably a lot of people that I worked with closely might have have also had that experience and felt that from me like there was like always a bit of a distance you know keeping keeping people at an arm's length and I don't want to do that so it feels good to have kind of like finally have like bridged the gap between the like my outside of work life and my work life 
Um, but at the end of the day, you know, both names, Zoe and Alex, are still, I'm still keeping them close. I'm, you know, using Alex as my first name, but I'm just shifting Zoe to my middle name because it's still something that I think is very deeply attached to, well, that I'm very deeply attached to. And I also just, I've always loved the meaning of the world, the, the word um, and name Zoe. It means life in Greek. And I just, yeah, it just feels nice. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That is wonderful, wonderful to hear. Mm. Um, and I guess, I suppose we've spoken a lot about this kind of, and, and and your interview with Ronald have spoken a lot about the, the journey up to now. Yeah. Obviously now is a, a big moment, but um, obviously it's not the end of the journey, right? <laughs> no. we, we, you, you, uh, it's just the beginning in a lot of ways. So yeah. what is next for Alex? Uh, what is next for Forest FM, what is next mm. for you? Uh, a whole lot of joy, a whole lot of hopefully, you know, a whole lot less of dysphoria. Um, I think just better, stronger bonds with people just through the, the, the ability to feel more at home within myself. I'm going to quote RuPaul, but, you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Um, and it's so true. So I think, yeah, I think in in my personal life, for sure, like just better, stronger, more authentic relationships. And I mean, at work as well, uh, for sure. But then what's what's up for the podcast? Uh, a lot more episodes, hopefully, you know, uh, a never growing <laughs> library of um but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be hitting the three hundred episode mark this year, which is super exciting. I never really thought we would get there personally. Not that I didn't have confidence in the show, but I just didn't see myself as a an extroverted, you know, person that could host a podcast. And I'm still I'm not extroverted, but I guess I can flex into it. Um, I, I think anyone who's listening to the show, for instance, the start, we've Killian and I mentioned this a, a whole often at the start, but it was like we wanted to create the show and produce it and have someone host it. <laughs> and it just kind of got oh, flipped right. on us. And they were like, no, no, if you're going to create it, you're going to host it too. Um, yeah, so, how did that work out? Yeah. So <laughs> I think, you know, it took a, a from the from the start, it was like a very di- different direction to what we had anticipated the project to, to be. But I think, um, you know, it's landed in a really, really sweet place. And um, yeah, I hope it just c- keeps on keeps on growing. I hope it reaches more people. Um, and I guess the novelty this year is like also the newsletter. A lot of people, I, I guess, have, um, I've like tried to launch it every, every couple of years or anything like that, but I hadn't really found the, the sweet kind of like angle to do it with. And I think knowing that people wanted to know a bit more about me, but me also wanting to like keep the show very much tailored to the guests, I think the newsletter might be that like, um, that little extra, you know, where you can get to know a bit about me or like get to know the things that I'm reading. Sorry. How do people sign up to the newsletter? Um, so I have a lovely colleague in the marketing team who's working on a URL, like a direct kind of like URL to the form, but, um, 
until that is up and added to every episode in the show notes, you can simply go to forest.com forward slash FM and there's a big subscribe here button. That's literally the um, newsletter sign up button. So you can just do that. Do it. Do it. Well, can I just say... um, you deserve all of that joy that is coming at you in your future. And as one of the most knowledgeable people I think I've ever met, both on this industry and on a lot of things outside of this industry, I look forward to reading your newsletter and I recommend everybody subscribes. There's going to be a lot of learnings in there. Alex, thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Shana. Brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Forest FM episodes air weekly, sharing inspiring stories from the salon floor and amplifying community voices all over the globe. In your salon, we're at the heart of it. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments.